Welcome to the Fully Alive Man podcast. This is a podcast to help men leverage community to win life. Hey, y'all, this is Robbie Angle. This is the Fully Alive Man podcast. This podcast is for all men in community, men in men's groups and married groups, to talk about how we leverage community to win life to become more fully alive man. And we believe a fully alive man is rooted in Jesus, fully known by a few, and engaged in his unique calling. And today we're going to be unpacking this nebulous concept of what it means to be fully alive. I'm here with my friend Lee Rogers, and we are so excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. Lee and I get to work with men. We've worked with men in the past. This is something that uh, gives us life. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Lee. Who are you? What do you do? I mean, Lee, if you guys don't know him, he's a little bit older. He's kind of a sage. He's a little bit a little wiser. Bit. <laughs> he's a little bit different. Um, different. Yeah, guys, That's a good my, word, Lee. <laughs> different, <laughs> good, different, a positive way. Um, I am 45 years old. I live here in North Atlanta, grew up here. Mm. I've been married to Holland, my wife, for 15 years, and we have three kids. We have a 12-year-old boy, a nine-year-old boy, and a six-year-old girl. Sweet little princess. She is a sweet little super scary, don't mess with her princess. She <laughs> She has two older brothers. That's awesome. What What do you like to do, Lee? What's a hobby? Tell us about yourself. That's a good question. What do I? You know what? I think most of my life these days is spent with the kids. I like doing anything that we can do together. It, adventures, hiking, amusement parks, hanging out at the pool. We have a good time. That's awesome. It is fun. How about you, Robbie? Well, my full name is Robert Bruce Angle the Third. Strong. It is a uh, it, royalty. It, it feels like it. I've been married to Emily almost 14 years. We've got six kids who are all under the age of eight, five boys and a girl. So wow. life is crazy. We have we wrestle a lot, a uh, lot of tears, a lot of fighting. Recently, a lot of Gaga ball. If you've never heard oh. of that, we built a Gaga ball at our um, compound. Love Gaga ball. I have a couple acres up in God's country, right on the outskirts of suburbia, where I can afford a couple acres. We have a lot of fun. I enjoy this season of life with little kids. It's a ton of fun. Six kids is impressive, Robbie, and a little terrifying. It's something. It is a little I terrifying. I love it, man. We have a ton of fun. Y'all, what we're going to be talking about in this podcast and the ones ahead are just ways that we can help each other thrive as men who want to win at life. Because I don't know about y'all, but I want to look back at life and feel like I did it well, that I didn't screw up, that I thrived as a man, that I succeeded and I became the man of the potential that I could be. And if you don't want to do that, if you don't want to thrive and succeed in life, you're probably not going to like this podcast because we're going to be just talking about ways to do that and to help each other within the context of community as men to be the best men that we can be. And we believe that doing life with other men really is our greatest hope for success, for mm -hmm. winning at life. So we're going to talk about that during this podcast. Guys, we're going to have a couple of sections in the podcast. We're going to have a little bit of content. We're going to have a section for man hacks to share important things That's with right. you. And we're going to have a little part at the end with our good friend John Woodall to share some of his incredible wisdom. Wisdom from with the woods. With us, wisdom from the woods. So, Robbie, let's unpack fully alive. What is a fully alive man? Well, I think when I think of fully alive, it's kind of a nebulous concept, but I think of times in my life where I feel most fully alive. Like, there's that different feeling of 
contentment or peace or resolve that I want more of in my life. And on a, I was thinking coming into today, like subtlety of like when I feel that I've been picking up, uh, I've been tinkering around with wake surfing. I don't know if you've ever wake surfed. It's I that not. It, behind a ski boat makes a big wake yeah, and yeah. it's like a perpetual surf that I did the first time last summer and I'm trying to make friends that have wake surfing boats so that I can go. But man, you hit that wave and it's just this perpetual wave and you hit this spot on the wave. It is life-giving. It's been so much fun. It's like when you're riding a three-wheeler and you hit that wheelie and you ride it for like a 30-foot section, during that zone where you just like find it, it feels awesome. Yeah, I think every single man identifies with a wheelie on a three-wheeler. That's it, fantastic. It, it, the, another thing I think of is um, when I'm at home and I slow down enough and I'm not too tired at the end of the day and I'm and I'm present with like my five-year-old Jude and we're laying on the carpet or we're laying down and I just make that eye contact with him and he starts talking about like, crazy five-year-old stuff. When I'm in that quality connected time and I slow down enough to be present with my kids who are just so innocent and sweet, well, sometimes, it's that's a degree of aliveness that that I think of. W- what about you? When do you feel alive? Yeah, what comes to mind for me for fully alive these days is I just picture being with my family on a beach. Mm. We've got nothing else to do. The Beach is beautiful. It's just about having fun, being ourselves, enjoying each other. That's what I think of fully alive these days. I haven't tried wake surfing. You need to try. I need to get you out there. We got to do that. So those are those are things that come to mind on a surface level of feeling fully alive. But the problem is, all of us long for that deeper purpose and contentment. But those are such like fleeting feelings of contentment that. I know and we know and I've worked with enough men to know that there's something more consistent and stable and significant when it comes to finding peace and purpose and fulfillment and being fully alive than just hitting the spot on the wake surf, right? Yeah, because 20 minutes in Atlanta traffic will suck all the fully alive out of us <laughs> without a doubt. That's right. So I think in in this discussion there are some core components to who we are as men and as humans in general that are helpful to understand. And then figuring out this macro question of what does it look like to feel more life and feel life to the full. And those, those buckets of wiring and macro desires that all humans have, for me, fall under two buckets. The first one is to be known and loved. We are wired. It is hardwired into us to be known by others, to be loved. There's a relational side to us that is just built into our DNA as humans. I also think it's from God because God is relational in nature as the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and he's designed us for this relationship with him, with others. So that's just in us from all of us to be known and loved. The second bucket is to have purpose and significance. So what is my purpose? What is my significance? Do I have what it takes? Who am I? What's the value of my life? Those two big buckets for me are pretty key in understanding our wiring and therefore how we can find contentment and peace at a deeper level because those are deeper level type buckets, which we do a lot of things in our life and pursue a lot of things to answer and to meet the needs of those questions. Am I loved? 
Am I known? Or what is my purpose? What is my significance? And I think when I think of what does it look like to experience more life, it's helpful to understand those two buckets to go, huh, how does feeling more alive connect to those two primary things? Because when I get those right, I feel more life and I, I feel more fully alive as a man. Yeah, that, that was exactly going to be my question. How do we connect feeling fully alive to, to those two buckets? Because I know for, I can see it in my children. They want to be known. They want me to know them as a parent and, and they want to be a part of something bigger. They want to be part of something significant for sure. Well, I, I think in understanding what answers that question, I think it's equally as important to understand what doesn't answer those questions. Because we, it, it, as we look around at men in our culture and our society, I think all of us would agree, we're not doing too well at being fully alive as men. We're looking around and we would not describe our culture and society of men as killing it and super content and peaceful and life-giving and in our zone and just thriving. No, we look around and guys are struggling in general because... I think we need to understand the why. And the why, I think, is because society and the answer that our culture has given us to the to the question of what is my purpose, significance, and am I known and loved is so messed up and so wrong because the answer that society is telling men in general is make more money, have more sex, uh, get the better position, money, power, influence, get that, get your neighbors, whatever. It's... It, and that will make you happier. That'll give you more purpose significance. Get the title, get the claim, date her. That'll give you purpose significance. Be known and loved. Well, we underrate that. We we is that a real word? Underrate. We sure. society diminishes the value of known and loved. And go. You don't need that. You just need value and affirmation and uh, through others and money and or sex and and women or porn or whatever. That's how you'll be known and loved and feel purposeful and significant. And that's not going too well for us as men in our society. Yeah, the truth of the matter is we've talked to tons of guys who are in the eyes of culture are crushing it, are, are making tons of money, that's right. You know, have all these categories filled, but they are far from feeling fully alive. It seems like everything society's telling men of that girl or that wife or that money, that job, that title, that car has nothing to do with this deeper sense of being known and loved and purpose and significance in a way that's satisfying and fulfilling, which is why in my life, if you look back at the different steps they took, they got that promotion, they got that car, that house, that wife, the kid hit that um, success or that grade, it's lasting about as long as I can ride my wheelie. It's such a short-lived high or peace or contentment. It's so short-lived, it's not satisfying. It's not lasting. Yeah, it just doesn't deliver. So we feel like as men, we're just, yeah, chasing the next thing. Yeah, what's next? What else? And that's a huge load to carry. It's a burden. If it's always one more thing or the next thing, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. Yeah, and I think for a lot of my life, I... Well, and I say I don't want to do it. I feel like half the time I do want to do it. I slip back into that idea of, gosh, if I just and achieve and... That's right. Yeah. Which is why, yeah, a lot of my life I keep doing those things because we're so inundated in our culture, in our society, and it's not given us the answers that we're really searching for to answer that deeper sense of known and loved 
and purpose and significance. So before we transition, though, to really talk about what we think might be the answer to something more fulfilling and lasting to meet the needs and help us become more fully alive in those two buckets of being known and loved and having purpose and significance, I'd love to take a couple minutes to talk about something we like to call man hacks. Lee, what is a man hack? A man hack is just a tip or a trick to help you do life better as a man. That's good. All right, here's my man hack for the day. A lot of guys might already know this. Maybe not, but this is crucial. This is key. If you want to never forget something, again, forget your lunch at home, forget your raincoat at work, Mm. put your keys with it. Put your car keys with whatever you don't want to forget. Mm. If I have some leftovers that I want to take to work the next day, my car keys in the refrigerator, sitting on top of my leftovers. You'll never forget anything again. Do you really do that? I do it. Absolutely. When I hang my coat on the back of my chair at my desk, I put my keys in the pocket. I never leave my coat. Lee, yeah. here's an idea. You should put your keys on your laptop before you come to work in the morning. Is that a good idea? I, I might have left my laptop at home <laughs> a couple of times. All right. So I got a man hack. It's called Stable Fuel. All right, so you've got your four-wheeler, your three-wheeler, dirt bikes, chainsaws, weed eater, whatever that has gasoline. Uh, And and the most frustrating thing, heaven forbid, this is like a worst-case scenario. Let's say you have a lot of kids, you're super busy, and it's sad, but you don't get to ride your four-wheeler or your three-wheeler for like six months. That is sad. You go to crank it, and it's nothing. The carb's jammed up. The carb gets jammed up because the gas goes bad, something with ethanol. I really don't know what Robbie, I'm talking about. Robbie, what's the solution? The solution is when you go fill up your five-gallon gas can, put a couple ounces of stable fuel. You'll get it at Walmart, wherever. You put a couple ounces. It's like pink stuff, and it, it helps the gas last a year or two, so you don't get carbs messed up as much so always buy it keep it in your garage fill it up with your five gallon gas protect can. your recreational vehicles if you happen to live mm. on a compound in dawsonville with a three-wheeler pr- it works for your weed eater in suburbia as well pr- it works protect. put it in all right you're welcome we'll guys it. that's it for our section we like to call yeah. man hacks all right so let's jump back in If society and culture are giving us answers to where to experience more life and be fully alive that don't seem to be working, then we have to figure out what is really a more sustainable answer to feeling more alive as men. And again, as we figure out how to feel more alive as men, we need to look at these primary desires and wirings in us as men, which is to be known and loved and to have purpose and significance. The question, the million-dollar question is, what gives us sustainable, life-giving answers to those desires and to those questions. And I think there's so much wisdom and context out there that in working with men who have found more contentment and peace, they point to something. And when we're looking at Scripture, it points to the same thing. And that's in understanding some concepts of how God sees us and how we see God that align and answer these questions of, are we known and loved? And do we have purpose and significance? Because there's verses uh, like John 10, 10 comes to mind, obviously, of I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. So a, a thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. What in the world does that allude to? Because that's alluding to something significant. Okay. If we're looking for more full life and to 
feel more fully alive and be known and have purpose and significance, there's something that that indicates that is the answer to something deep inside of us that I don't know about y'all, but I have longed for always. It's always in the background. It's driven most of my actions, most of my life, most of my pursuit of desires and answering those questions. What occurs to me, even as you say that, is just the, I don't know, I, maybe it's great news for everybody. It's certainly great news for me that that just the idea that God, our creator, is interested in us being fully alive, us mm-hmm. feeling fully alive, us feeling something. And if what you say that it is true, that it really comes down to those two buckets, then I think he's saying you know, that he put that desire in us. That's right. Is it Irenaeus, Irenaeus, somebody? Irenaeus. Irenaeus, he yeah. said. Church father, Irenaeus. The glory of God is man fully alive. And then John six forty eight. I am the bread of life. John 10, 10, I have come, they might have life and have it to the full. Then I was I was looking at some verses. I didn't memorize all these. I, I looked up some verses to them, figure Bobby. out what There's it no is. judgment. This is a safe place. <laughs> You're speaking to men. Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for it's a wellspring of life. That starts touching into something more significant. Okay, there's a wellspring of life coming from inside of me. I don't feel that most of the time. I, I look for it all over the place. And society says, hey, I got answers to that. But again, I, I've chased society's answers to that. And it has not answered the question anywhere close to the degree of the thought of a wellspring of life coming from inside of me. Uh, I found some other verses, Psalm 1611, you have made known to me the path of life. It indicates that there's a path of life that gives us a wellspring of life coming from inside of us that is clear and intentional and purposeful, which I think answers the fundamental wiring and designs of us as humans. That is something that we have got to figure out and help each other figure out and tap into in order for a more sustainable, life-giving contentment, peace, to help us feel like we're more fully alive as men. Yeah, so what? what's the way? I mean... We- so John 1.4 says, In him was life, and that life was the light of men. So light of man, that sounds like aliveness, of, of way better than darkness. That in him was life, and that life was the light of men. What in the world does that mean, that you can have life to the full in Jesus, in him there was life, and that was the light of men, or in John 5.40, come to me to have life. Acts 5.20, tell the people the full message of this new life. I don't know about you, but there's something deep in me that desires this. And there's enough indicators in scripture and enough indicators from men who are in their 60s and 70s that I've worked with, with a degree of peace and boldness and courage and contentment and presence, and somehow connected to the depth of their maturity and relationship with Jesus, which is so different than the the experience of or examples that society's given me, that we've got the clues, we've got the path, and there's something that we can enter into a lifelong journey of discovering what does that look like applied into my life of this life that Jesus says is found in him that is so much more satisfying and will answer those needs and desires to be known and loved and to provide purpose and significance. 
that's what we're going to be unpacking with you guys over the next episodes and over this journey, which is what's so fun. The next couple, we're going to be unpacking three different segments of a statement we use around here that a fully alive man is rooted in Jesus, fully known by a few, and engaged in their unique calling. So a fully alive man is rooted in Jesus, fully known by a few, and engaged in his unique calling. That's the next three episodes. We're going to have a guest come in. We're going to be unpacking what that means, because those are different components towards us being fully alive men. And then after that, we're going to be unpacking different topics to help each other really win at life through leveraging community. So Lee, a lot of the guys listen and get together with other guys in their men's groups or their married groups. What do we, what do we hope that they do with this content if they want to use it or, or just how do they engage with each other to move towards thriving and winning at life? Well, guys, we want you to ask three questions uh, with any of the content that we use. And I think with this content, it's really about, do we want more life? But taking what Robbie's talked about and what we've talked about today, just to say, how can I use this personally? What's a step I can take? And how can my group help? How can the group help me? So what does this mean for me personally? What do I do about it? And then how can we help each other? Apply that, follow up, support each other? Absolutely. That's good. So while we wrap this thing up, I'm, I'm really excited. Let's take a couple minutes. We've got a good friend named John Woodall. He's an older guy. He's a sage. He's been married for, to Debbie for over 40 years, lots of kids, lots of grandkids. This guy is a fountain of wisdom and sage advice. So if we were doing this podcast, we thought we might as well tap into that and get a couple minutes of wisdom from our friend John Woodall. Some of you guys know him. So we're going to transition into a segment that we're excited about. We hope you enjoy it. It's called Wisdom from the Woods. I had the privilege of growing up in London, England, and going to the American school in London from fifth grade to about 12th. And one of the things and one of the places where I found life as um, an adolescent male was in sports. I played basketball and played soccer for the American School in London, and it, it was a blast. But something else happened at that time. I was uh, not a very good student. I was a C student. I didn't care that much about academics. I uh, got rejected from Wake Forest University when I was coming back to the States. And at a very early age, I had this belief uh, that I carried with me for many years, like, Woodall, you are so stupid and uh, you're not that smart, you know, you get rejected. And I I carried that for a number of years until a man came into my life and he said, you know, you don't have to be smart to be wise. And that one statement absolutely changed the direction of my life because he introduced me to the Bible and to God being the source of wisdom. Some of you guys may have read James in the back of the New Testament when he says, if any of you lacks wisdom, He should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. And at a very early age, I started asking God for wisdom. I started asking him to make me a wise man. Uh, Later, I found out in the book of Proverbs, just by reading it repeatedly, that it's all over the book of Proverbs. Solomon says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. He said, get wisdom, get understanding, and do not forsake my words or swerve from them. Do not forsake wisdom, and she will protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. Wisdom is supreme, therefore get wisdom. 
Though it cost all that you have, get understanding. Esteem her, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. So, guys, the question that I have for us today is, is what, are you, what are you facing? What problem are you trying to solve? What issue do you find yourself in, in the middle of that uh, maybe you're just relying on your own mental abilities or you're turning to people? I have a question for you. Have you stopped to ask God, God, please give me wisdom? Is it something in your own mind and heart that you're trying to solve? How about in a relationship in your marriage, is, is there something that you, you've hit the wall uh, with your children? You don't, you don't know the next way to go with your kids or how to respond to an employer or one of your employees. God says, if any man lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. Think about that. First episode, Lee, this was tons of fun. I can't wait for the next one. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. If you guys liked it, uh, share it, subscribe, uh, like it, and leave a comment if you liked it, if it's like a five-star deal, right? That's like out of five. If you didn't like it, please do not rate this episode. Yeah, don't listen to us. For those of you that did, this was a ton of fun. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Robbie. I'm out. Lee. Thanks, Robbie. See y'all.